We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'll never call off fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey, double sevens. No matter how many times, I never get tired of that reference. Hop Hall of Fame for dirt, we love you with a deep breath. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Hi, I'm Kyrie Irving. And, and you're listening, listening to, to the Mavs Step, Step Back, Back Podcast. Waiting on my fall off. I'll never call off. Fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey. Double sevens. No matter how many times, I never get tired of that reference. Hall of Fame for dirt. We love you with a deep reverence. Bad court nasty. I wonder who gon' check him. Cuban did his thing when he went and got number 11. I still got his picture on my wall at 707. Feel synonymous with Kyrie, how we both train with aggression. Competition obsolete. Trying to breathe life into my dreams. I'm so tired of sleep. Still got some work from last season that was incomplete. So hungry for redemption. Thank my boys, that's my overheat. Like Luca with his three of them hit. My mic is prone to overheat. I pride myself the most. I'm 22 and my folks proud of me. I took the heart away since I was 10. Was no surprise to me. A step back mass blowing up was no surprise to me. And I'm speaking honestly. Seven. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. Uh, I've just gotten off of work a few minutes ago, hence the hat here. Uh, so, you know, this is kind of a last second decided to do it. I wouldn't call it an emergency pod just because of the nature of the uh, the trade stuff that has come out. It's not like solid reporting that the Mavs are going to do anything yet. But, uh, you know, we've got some stuff to talk about because we're now less than a month away from the NBA trade deadline, which will be on February 8th. And the Mavs, they're connect. They've been linked to you know a handful of guys, most notably uh, Toronto Raptors forward Pascal Siakam. Uh, he is 29 years old. He's on an expiring contract. He's set to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of this season. He is very good. Uh, let's see his numbers this year. He's averaging 22 points per game, six and a half rebounds, five assists, shooting over 52% overall, only 29.7% from deep. But, you know, he does most of his work inside that uh, three-point line. And we know he's a capable defender. 
as well. Just very versatile. Uh, I would argue he's probably the best player on the trade market uh, this year, you know, who uh, at least among guys that will actually be traded or could be traded. So with all that being said, and I just wrote this and published it on DallasBasketball.com, you know, according to one betting site, it's really multiple betting sites, but I chose to, uh, to link one of them in my piece. But the Mavs are considered the favorite as far as trade odds go. So, like, they, they have the top odds uh, to pull off a trade for Pascal Siakam if the Raptors trade him at plus 150. Uh, second was the Memphis Grizzlies at plus 250, and then the Indiana Pacers at third at plus 450. Uh, you know, there were talks about the Sacramento Kings having trade talks with the Raptors for Siakam the other day. Those fell apart. The rumor was that, you know, it was going to be Harrison Barnes and draft compensation, but Siakam would not agree to a contract extension with the Kings. So that's supposedly why that fell apart. And, you know, I personally thought they've been, Siakam's been listed uh, with the, uh, or he's been linked to the Pacers and the Atlanta Hawks for so long. You know, I, I honestly kind of expected those two teams to be the favored teams at the top of the list. But, you know, according to Vegas, that's not the case. Uh, so Mavs have the top odds right now. Obviously, that doesn't mean that's not the end all be all. But, you know, it is pretty exciting when you consider all the smoke around it. And, you know, I, I wrote this in the in the piece I posted, and if you haven't read it, you can go to DallasBasketball.com. It's the it's the top thing on the page right now. But, you know, under normal circumstances, the Mavs probably wouldn't have enough to trade for Pascal Siakam, a guy of his caliber. But this is like, this is like catching lightning in a bottle, you know, kind of like the Kyrie Irving trade was last season too, you know, because you know, under, under normal circumstances with Kyrie Irving, you know, if if there wasn't if there wasn't stuff going on behind the scenes there that made that possible, normal circumstances, you're not getting Kyrie Irving for, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and a first round pick. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just calling it how it is. That's not going to happen. So, you know, in theory, this could be another situation where the Mavs are getting lucky, so to speak, because you have a situation where a guy is about to about to hit the unrestricted free agent market. Uh, he has so far been reluctant to sign a contract extension with anybody that might potentially trade for him, which obviously that affects what a certain team is willing to offer to get him in a trade. And then, you know, obviously the Raptors don't have to take just nothing for him. They could just say, okay, we'll just ride it out to free agency and see if we can re-sign him ourselves. So, you know, it's one of those things where the Mavs have shown that they're willing to take a risk. I think that they could pull off a trade for Siakam, and I think they would pull off a trade for Siakam if they can, uh, even without him committing to a long-term deal, kind of like how uh, they did with Kyrie Irving. They let it play out, showed Kyrie what they're about, and then got Kyrie to re-sign on a three-year deal last summer. So we'll see. It's very, very interesting. Uh, there was another report by uh, Yahoo Sports, Jake Fisher. He was doing a uh, Twitter space a while ago, and 
he was talking about how the Mavs have been very active on the trade lines. Uh, the most the most notable players that they've been shopping around is uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Rashawn Holmes, which, you know, that's not a shock given how, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. has been on the block seemingly every year for the past two years uh, before this one. And then Rashawn Holmes, you know, the Mavs tried to include him in that DeAndre Ayton trade on draft night, but it never went through. So that's the two players the Mavs are reportedly shopping the most. Uh, I think if you're going to get a guy like Pascal Siakam with a, you know, with that kind of return going to Toronto, you're probably going to have to give up draft compensation along with it to make that happen. Even, even with the circumstances of Siakam's contract situation and all that, I just don't think Toronto takes Hardaway and Holmes by themselves for Siakam. And, you know, on the Mavs end, they're like, well, you know, maybe we don't want to give up more than that or a bunch of draft compensation for a guy that won't commit long term. But sometimes you got to risk it if you want to if you want to get better. And I think making a trade for Siakam definitely makes the Mavs a title contender. Uh, They're on the fringe of it right now. The defense has been incredible over the last 10 games after being uh, one of the worst teams, like a bottom six team six or seven team in the league at the bottom as far as defense goes this year, Uh, and they were 25th defensively last year. Over the last 10 games, the Mavs have the third best defensive rating in the league. So they've really picked things up on that end. They're starting to get healthy. Kyrie Irving is healthy. Luka is healthy. They're putting up huge numbers together. They're coming off a huge statement win over the West-leading Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, things are looking good. They're they're winning. Uh, they're on a three-game win streak heading into tonight's game against the Memphis Grizzlies. And unless something just awful happens, that should be a fourth consecutive win because the Grizzlies are just injury riddled. I mean, John Morant after coming back from not from nine, he came back from a 25-game suspension. He played nine games, and now. He, uh, because of the labrum in his shoulder, he is out for the rest of the season. So uh, they don't have him. They don't have Steven Adams. They don't have Brandon Clark. They might not have Jaron Jackson Jr. He was questionable earlier today. So, you know, it, it should be a fourth consecutive win. But I say all this to say they, they're closer. The Mavs are closer to championship contention than most people think. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? 
You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. And if you somehow pull off a trade for Siakam and you don't gut your depth too much, you know, you, you give, I mean, losing Hardaway would hurt in the sense that, you know, his volume, his scoring, he's on and off as far as his efficiency goes from night to night, but still that volume scoring off the bench helps you. Um, whether people like the way he plays or not, what he does is important to what the Mavs do on a nightly basis. So losing him hurts. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, obviously that wouldn't, you know, hurt anything. He's not even playing most nights. So, uh, but you know, if the, if the Mavs were able to pull off the, a trade where it was just basically you lose Tim Hardaway Jr. and some draft compensation, that really helps the Mavs because then you have a starting lineup of Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, Derek Jones Jr., who's been a revelation this season. He is having a career year, uh, scoring, averaging double-digit points for the first time in his career and shooting 35% from three. He's been great. Uh, play some great defense. Uh, and then in the front court, you'd have Pascal Siakam and Derek Lively. So that is a potent starting five. And that is a starting five that would contend in the West. And, you know, I, I, I wouldn't call them a title favorite, but, you know, I, I definitely put them up there with the top two, three teams as far as having a very good chance to make it to the NBA Finals as early as this season. So, uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, look, there's uh, all this trade stuff is so fluid. Uh, things happen quickly. You never know. Uh, you know, a team could jump in there and blow away whatever the Mavs are offering uh, for Siakam, and then he could end up somewhere else. You never know. Um, you know, I was talking to somebody earlier today about, you know, <laughs> he could end up with the Philadelphia 76ers or something like that. Yeah, you just never know. So we'll keep an eye on it. I think he'd be an excellent fit with Luka and Kyrie. Uh, very versatile, uh, big four. And I think that would be great to where you're upgrading your four position. Uh, you have a guy like Grant Williams who, I mean, look, Grant Williams, he struggled the last 20 games or so, but he's he could still be a valuable piece down the line. But I think moving him back to the bench – and if you, you know, you get rid of THJ, maybe Grant Williams works his way into being like a six man type of guy off the bench. And I think he'd go, I think he'd work pretty well in that, in that role. So it takes some pressure off of him and overall it would just make the Mavs better. So if the Mavs don't get Siakam though, 
there are several other power forwards that are on the list uh, that they could be going for. And I've talked about most of these on DallasBasketball.com, and I'll come back on here and we'll do a more detailed. This is just like a quick, like I said, I don't want to call it an emergency pod because, you know, trade odds are not really something that you do an emergency pod for, but it is very interesting. You know, why, why does Vegas, why are they so confident that the Mavs are first <laughs> in this particular thing? So, um, uh, and I, I don't know, we'll see if the Mavs don't get Siakam there, there are some guys that I'm very, uh, intrigued by Dorian Finney Smith for, for one. I mean, I think there's a chance that, you know, the Mavs could reunite with him. Um, you know, I, I think the way, Things have gone with him going to the bench in Brooklyn. Now, he's shooting a career high from three, about 41% from three. But, you know, I think with him going to the bench, Cam Johnson coming back, they have so many forwards uh, in Brooklyn that I feel like a reunion with Dorian Finney-Smith could be possible. Uh, now, look, he's more on the lower, uh, not, not the bottom tier, but he's not on the top tier either of guys – uh, that you'd want to trade for if you're the Mavs, but he'd still be an upgrade in my opinion. Uh, now, Kyle Kuzma is another name to watch. The Mavs had interest in, reportedly had interest in him in free agency as like a sign and trade candidate, but you know it uh, it didn't pan out that way. He re-signed with uh, the Washington Wizards, but the Wizards are awful yet again. Who could have guessed it? Uh, but you know, Kuzma is another versatile forward that could be plugged in next to Lively and do very well for the map. So that's another one. Um, let's see here. Let me go to DallasBasketball.com and see the the different things we've written about because now look, I did have some con <laughs> I did have some far out. I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna call them conspiracy there. I'm gonna call them pipe dreams. Uh one of them had to do with Draymond Green. I've gotten off of that um especially since you know, he he came out and said he told Adam Silver during his latest sus suspension that he was considering retiring because of all the drama. He's already, you know, old enough. He's like 33, I think, going on 34. So don't need that, uh, even though I do think his skill set would help the Mavs out. I just uh, I just don't think they need to deal with that anymore. So I'm, I'm off the Draymond thing. Do you think Wiggins could be a nice add, you know, as an extra wing if, if something like that came up? But uh, as far as the Warriors stuff goes, I'm pretty much off of that now. Um, there's a LeBron James pipe dream that I, you know, put out there. But, again, I label it as a pipe dream because, you know, people come in, into the comments on, on Twitter or here on YouTube or anything, like, oh, that's not ever going to happen. Or, oh, I don't want LeBron. He'll never come here. There's a reason it's called a pipe dream. It's probably not going to happen. But you can look at certain things and piece stuff together and make educated guesses or educated spitballing. Uh, it's something that possibly could happen in the future. For example, Kyrie Irving reached out to LeBron over the offseason in an attempt to recruit him to Dallas. He wanted to see uh, you know, what the likelihood would be of him coming to the Mavs. Uh, so you had that happen. And then you have, uh, th there was another report that LeBron told him he'd think about it, something like that. And then it just, you know, we didn't hear anything else. Well, in the meantime, the Mavs are doing well. The Lakers are not doing good at all this year compared to expectations after they went to the Western Conference Finals last year. 
And you start to think, well, LeBron, he could potentially be an unrestricted free agent this next offseason if he declines his player option. So, you know, more than likely, if something like that ever happened, if LeBron ever made his way to Dallas, it would probably be, you know, through free agency because he's never been traded in his career. But time is ticking. The man is 39 years old. He just celebrated his 39th birthday. Uh, So if things keep going south for the Lakers, maybe he ends up wanting a trade before the deadline and shocking the world. I mean, is it possible? No. Could I see it happening? Yeah, I could see it happening. Uh, And, you know, with a guy like LeBron, and it's kind of like the same thing with Siakam too, even though Siakam's not the level of star that LeBron is, they control their destiny to a certain extent. You know, it's not really about like, oh, well, what are the Mavs going to trade? It's about does this player want to come to Dallas? And if the answer is yes, then the Mavs can pull it off, just like they did with Kyrie Irving last year. Because Kyrie, you know, Dallas was one of the three teams on his trade request list. So, you know, it's all connected. It's all connected. It's all fluid. Things happen. There's nothing in, you know, sometimes if you want to just pull something out of thin air, that's one thing. But, you know, even if you think some of my ideas are just crazy off the wall, uh, you know, I always have some kind of, previous report or uh, some kind of rumor or something that I'm basing it off of and trying to piece stuff together. So we will see. Uh, there are there are some other power forward options that intrigue me, like a, a low-cost option, in my opinion, could be P.J. Washington uh, for the from the Charlotte Hornets. I thought the Mavs should have had some interest in him as a sign-and-trade candidate before they got Grant Williams over the summer. And uh, – the Hornets had interest in Grant Williams, too. So, P.J. Washington, I think he's the better player over Grant Williams, but uh, Washington has not had a good season for the Hornets, either. He's been kind of underwhelming, you know, based on what they expected from him. So, maybe there's a, a trade that could be worked out there to where you get P.J. Washington, and, you know, if you want to add another experienced uh, wing, maybe you can try and pull something off for Gordon Hayward who will be uh, an unrestricted free agent after this season as well. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But it's all fun stuff. It's all going to continue to heat up over these next few weeks. And uh, if anything pops up, I'm going to try and come on here and cover it for you guys. And uh, definitely stay in touch with DallasBasketball.com. If a blade of grass moves with the Mavs, we will have it up on the site in a timely manner. For example, those trade odds dropped, you know, around 350 or so. That article was up in 30 minutes. Like, we're going to have it there. So if you're not on Twitter, if you're not on Facebook, if you're not insanely plugged in like some of us uh, Mav sickos are, uh, you can always go to DallasBasketball.com and we'll have the latest news for you there. So, guys, I appreciate it. Be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Leave us a bunch of likes and comments and all that good stuff. We really appreciate it, and we hope you have a great time listening to our content throughout this NBA trade season. I appreciate y'all coming in and listening. As always, y'all have a great rest of your day, and we will see you next time.